1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Are your kids at school today?
2: If they are, they shouldn't be. It's closed. Um, okay, well, yeah, it's early go. too. No, yeah, they got they got the call last night, and uh, yeah. I remember I, I told my wife. I said, "Because uh, I get the calls for some reason, she gets everything, but I get the school closing calls." And I said, "Should I bring them down? I'll record them and I'll put them on the radio." And and she goes, "She goes, what if they curse?" I go, oh, "That's a good." But they didn't curse. But they really didn't have any good reaction. My daughter <laughs> did a silent happy dance. I was so disappointed in them. I told them I said, "Let's do okay. this again." No, mm-hmm. we did. I don't want to fake it, but yeah, they're uh, they're home. My wife's off today.
3: They get to be home. Okay. Well, yeah, it's it, one of those things where the timing of this thing, again, uh, maybe for the early risers, not so bad, but, no. um, you know, the timing, at, le- at least it seems to be a little bit later in the morning when it's picking up. Uh, just be prepared. You might have to just take your time, as we saw the other day.
2: There's it doesn't some... doesn't
3: have to be a lot of snow no. for there to be real, real problems.
2: There are uh, great memes that come out with these types of early school closings when there really isn't snow on the ground yet. Um, I just saw one... One, I can easily describe it, top picture, people in the world's worst blizzard, and kids in the street, and it just says, kids walking to school in, like, what, 1974, I think it said, and then uh, school's closed, and it's clear roads, and it's on the bottom, so it really is amazing how different it is, but... Yeah, well, you. I mean,
3: I like I said before, I remember when we had this hill to get up to our school and our bus driver would give it like he had like the number three was it. And we'd all go and we'd hold our breath when he tried to go up. And when we would slide back down, we all go. Wee! Oh my and God, then see, finally, he, that's amazing. he'd do three tries. And if he couldn't get up, we'd he'd take us all back and drop us off at the bus stop and we'd walk home. That's, and I don't know if that would be so appropriate. To nothing was appropriate. There were kids oh, that we God.
2: thought moved back in the day. Maybe they did. Maybe they got lost in the snow. We don't they know. They
3: just got lost. Um, it, it's a very different We really continent. don't know. Yeah, it and is a very, very litigious society as well. So if you do have plans to travel south of uh, the region, I'm talking like Hazleton and south, uh, you're going to run into more trouble when it comes to the roads all right so I was yeah. looking at the 511 maps when you get south of Hazleton, McAdoo, Freckville, uh, Pine Grove uh, as you f- go further south uh, the roads are coming up as being a little slick all right so if you do have business that takes you there give yourself some extra time it's going to be a little bit dicier uh, today uh, but we'd love for you to let us know how your drive has been. now, obviously, if it's barely snowing and you got in, we we get that. But for others, um as this thing picks up, so we can give other people information, yeah, this is going to sit out there. If
2: I had a guess, this is going to be either nothing. everyone will manage it or it'll be nothing till it's all of a sudden very bad in something because and what I mean by that, you know it's like very weird and vague, but like we've seen this so many times where it's like it's nothing, it's nothing. and then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, it's a little slick, and bang, then there's a big crash, and everyone gets screwed up, and no one's paying attention because it just, you know.
3: Well, and it's so cold that, you know, there's different ways of taking care of the roads, and some of them would require where they can actually melt it. And then when it's really cold, it's much harder, and it's much icier. So um, it's definitely something that even though it's a one to three inch accumulation, uh, there are concerns it could get a little slick so again we ask everyone to be patient Um, it's the best thing to do and use the move over law if anybody's disabled on the side uh, do move over and and be cognizant of that with others too if somebody moves over into the left lane and there's a car on the right side on the shoulder um, it's and they're not passing somebody there's a reason why they're doing that it's not like oh i'm gonna pull ahead people have passed me by when i've moved over and it's so stupid Anyway, um, we'll we'll keep you up to date on what's going on. We're going to talk to Ali Gallo because Joe Snedeker, he is. Uh, what did he have? He had two holidays. He's celebrating um, his
2: New Year's today.
3: Okay, so New Year's is today. That's right, because he worked on New Year's Day, and then I think the other one was Martin Luther King Day. So and they're forcing he's off him to on Monday. He
2: said he was trying to use his days, uh, his days off, like his makeup days over the summer, and they're like, nope, you have to take him now. I was very disappointed mm-hmm. in Joe, by the way. I it, oh, I thought funny. about this all day because he likes to throw weird hypotheticals at us. And I thought I threw out a pretty good hypothetical for him. And he kind of was like, I don't know. And he brushed it off, which was if he has to take his New Year's Day today on uh, the 19th of January, would he still take it if it meant he had to by law? Celebrate that day he took off, so he could he could re he could ski, he could work New Year's, but then he'd have to it like physically celebrate New Year's. So you're
3: saying he had to stay up till midnight yeah, last night, pop champagne, and some pops and pots and pans, and then. And, yeah.
2: And I said hypothetically, he was like, ah, "I don't know," and I'm like, "You're like the king of yeah. hypotheticals, Joe."
3: Most people don't even celebrate it anyway.
2: Yeah, maybe that's that's what he's doing. He's just sleeping.
3: <laughs> whatever, you know.
2: Yeah, oh boy, do you anyway, see this uh, text here? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just Go like I just opened some stuff up, and uh, uh, this text message came in. Happy Friday to both of us. That's nice, even though there's Johnny Lucas and Brian. That's okay. We'll wish them well. Uh, it says, "I can remember remember our school bus being stuck in the snow and being p- we got picked up by snowmobiles." I have a feeling that was before 1985. If I had to guess, I don't know for <laughs> sure, but. That by
3: snowmobiles yeah snowmobiles oh boy, like so you just get, get home
2: yeah that's kind of neat though and I that used to fun.
3: walk like three blocks to our bus stop and then we would huddle under an overhang of a business like ten of us because <laughs> 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 it was so cold and you'd all be just little hats and little gloves and we'd be Totally freezing. No, now they pick you up almost at your house.
2: And also in reference to the uh, song we started with, uh, somebody said uh, Snow Informer, because it's snowing and that's clever, I guess. I don't know. Um, Somebody said, that song sucked 25 years ago. Please don't play it no more. You don't get it. That's why it's hilarious. Actually, I don't think that song even (laughs) sucked. It was just a weird anomaly. Uh, anomaly. The guy is a Canadian guy, a white guy in the early days of rap doing like a reggae song, and then he did one big hit and he disappeared. Like he didn't fit any mold.
3: There you go. But the song
2: right? has respect in some areas. It's just, you know.
3: It, yeah, not the one who told us it sucked 25 it, years
2: in ago. In and around. It, it came out of, in and around like the whole Vanilla Ice thing. He kind of got unfairly uh, lumped into that, but whatever.
3: <laughs> Somebody says that snowmobile incident was well before 1985 out in the Sweet Valley area past Lehman. So yeah. the snowmobilers helped. Another uh, text us. Our Votech bus driver would let us smoke on the bus and let us off if we wanted to skip school to go to the Viewmont Mall. And hang out at Spencer's, and you looked at the black lights. <laughs> I
1: didn't That's know those funny. crazy
3: things in the back. Oh, dear Lord, like, the it, funny things we used to do a 99 cent black light. I used to buy that all the time at Spencer's.
2: I remember Spencer's was like the, the only store that I really remember until like video stores were a thing and only like mom and pop ones, but Spencer's and the only store in the mall that one third of the store had an age requirement. like, like oh, it was,
3: nobody ever ex- executed the age I know but it requirement it was, it was when like we two-thirds of
2: the store was just wacky and then it was one third was dirty and uh, it was like
3: <laughs> it was like, are you gonna go to the back of the store? It's too funny. Somebody else texts I was also on a bus run with on a hill, and we would slide backwards. Also, walk to the bus in six inches of snow while it was still snowing, and finding out school was canceled at the bus stop from the neighbors there. Walked the five blocks back home, and people survived. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, I don't even know if I'd be doing radio today, which I'm sure is wishful thinking for some people. But if we had the technology that we have today... Because I used to love getting up and listening to the local radio station, and they would run through the full list of snow closings. That's, like, one of the first cool memories I have of, like, this is an amazing job. Um, really? But now it's I like, never
3: thought of it as the job, just, like, we would listen to our school get announced well, over and over and over again.
2: I don't think I thought of it as a job, but I was like, this is so cool. Like, I could listen to this all day, and then I would kind of get hooked, and I kind of, I guess I sort of fell in love with it. But to, if my dad just got a call, like, oh, school's canceled, I'd be like, all right. I'd be, yeah, I'd be selling exactly. phone plans somewhere because uh, phones are cool too.
3: Well, in the early days of uh, radio for me, which weren't the early days of radio, but many of you know when you were younger, um, you would have to read. Yeah. You would sit and listen for every school district, it would be in alphabetical order. So, people in the business working in the, especially the news business through those years, it was an absolute drag. It was awful. We had our own system. You'd have a code. They'd have to call. Right. Like, if you called from Valley View, your code was blah, blah, blah. And then we would have to make sure everything was in alphabetical order.
2: Yeah, I, I actually got into the <laughs> It business. was
3: a screw-up sometimes because we would have yeah. one out of order, and you'd be like, I, I can't do this. So you worked <laughs> in
2: news. I worked in Top 40 Radio where we had a news department, but it was a little looser, and you just trusted people I guess because I remember one time someone called up and goes I'm trying to get through our code is pineapple and our school is closed and I told them and they go that was last year's code and they go mm, I probably should read it and we read it <laughs> <laughs>
3: God, uh, somebody else texted was nancy the person announcing school closings in the 93 blizzard first of all i was working at here in the 93 blizzard however the blizzard if you remember was on a weekend uh so no there wasn't school closings because that was a saturday was into a sunday yes it was and um i was actually a part-time television reporter for WYOU at the time when it was not with WBRE. And we actually covered that blizzard. For some reason, we ended up in the Poconos at a ski resort, and we had the worst vehicle in the fleet. It didn't even have front-wheel drive. It was horrible. Then we get on the turnpike coming back, and the dude, when they had people working in a booth, said, listen, it's a state of emergency. If you guys get stuck, no one's going to be able to come and get you. So that was a fun ride back. It was literally like being on skis. So I know yeah. I did not announce the closings in the blizzard, but I was covering it. Actually, they used, uh, we got stuck in the Poconos, by the way, and they used um, the video that my camera person at that time, Photog, um, they used the video of our car getting towed out of a, we got caught in like a little ditch yeah. on the side of the yeah, road. Happens, right? So we had to use that, and they used that in the promo. For the blizzard, <laughs> this idiot couldn't vehicle. drive. Was, Oops, that's uh, our it was idiot. Just, it was a horrible um situation. I stayed at that um hotel down there, the Lacona Station Hotel. Nice. I know it's different now, but that's what it was then. And digging out the car the next day that I had parked in the city of Scranton was fun too.
2: Yeah, I ended up uh the '93 blizzard. That was the first. Was like a I don't know what month that was, but I think that was the first
3: March, time I ever. March, like I believe March because the parade was canceled for the. I don't know,
2: maybe it was, a, was there another blizzard like after that, 94, 95? Um, mm-hmm.
3: there I, was a, I know January of 94, I believe, it snowed almost every day.
2: All I know is that I, I stayed at a hotel and we had to walk like half a mile through like four feet of snow for that same radio station because, you know, someone had to call with the word pineapple <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yes.
3: Somebody yes. said schools were closed for the whole week, though. Yeah, but you didn't. Here's the thing. Uh, at that time, everything was closed. So it wasn't like we had to go on and read every school district. We'd actually say, you're all closed. But yet, no, at one time, it was a big money maker because they oh my God, this thing. Yeah. We had Storm Center, WARM had Operation Snowflake. Uh, you would, you know, sponsored by Quick Joe or whatever, and you would, you wouldn't even have a show. You'd literally, it in our I, newscast, I did it, yeah. in talk radio, we would literally read every school district and it would be like, time for the, a break. And then the talk it, host would be on for like five minutes, and then we'd go back to it again.
2: The big debate so about like, should we still be doing this? It was after 9 11 because 9 11 really utilized the bottom of the screen scroll and then that turned into oh tv stations will do the bottom of the screen scroll and after that it was like people are telling us they're seeing this on tv can they want to come here for something different they don't and and then people like well no we're still making a lot of money this is all insider stuff that's dead and buried now Oh yeah they
3: didn't want to have to get rid of that it made a big boatload of money
2: Built this building and asked for windows and studios?
3: <laughs> God. Cut a hole don't there. Even, don't even go there. It's such a sore spot still. But we've been talking about years gone by and uh, blizzard in 93. I do believe it was 94. Someone could correct me if you're really good at keeping records, but I thought it was the January after the blizzard. So 94. I believe it snowed every single day in January or almost every one. And uh, it was really a challenge. At that time, it was just day after day and school delays and school closings. So, yes, the television stations were the first change for radio because we used to be the place people would listen to know if school was going on. Then the TVs had the, you know, crawl at the bottom. But we still fought for that because that was a moneymaker, as you mentioned. Um, But obviously, the Internet, texting, you know, calls, things like that, where they're able to do multiple Mm. things um, really have pretty much taken control and and the fact that we have a website now. What are you giggling about? I'm laughing.
2: I'm like, I don't know how much we peel back the curtain. The whole uh, snow closing sponsored thing is is kind of a dead deal. (laughs) I remember my first job I ran a station in uh, Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania and they, they had a car dealer who would Pay for snow closings, and only when there were snow closings. So it was this big thing of like, guys, it barely flurried. We're not going to read this, and like, no, 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 we are going to lose money if you don't read. I'm like, there's no snow. Like, well, then you go on and say there's no snow, and you and it was like, it's true because
3: when it it was going to snow, you would give them X amount of commercials, yeah, just live reads we call them, and so you know it would like you said, it would just be a flurry, be like. Storm Center brought to you by <laughs> yeah. yeah you'd have some guy in a tie coming have an in.
2: inch of snow. We'd have some guy in a tie coming, going. Why are we not doing this? And then they'd say, Look, <laughs> eh, the more it snows, the more money. And it was true, but you
3: know, uh, yeah, that's the way that a lot. It's of not that like that
2: anymore. We no longer care about money.
3: Text message, 93 Blizzard. I was slalom skiing all over my neighborhood, North Scranton. I bet you did. They don't even clean up on a one to three inch day. I can't imagine how bad I uh, parked my car down there. It was an absolute nightmare getting it out. Um, another text, Our Bus Fleet. Was horrible at Carbondale area. Don't forget Fleet is also an Enema company. <laughs> okay. But uh, here's another. Okay. In the '90s, when it snowed, Nancy was the celebrated voice of liberation for thousands of kids everywhere.
2: Now so. you're evil. I think. With, I know where they're going, <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> right. No. no anyway, no. Um, yeah. So we 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 would actually. I was on with Bud Brown. So we would we would take turns. We would read like f- I'd read five, and then he'd read five, and then I'd read five, and it was like,
2: oh, oh that's all you did.
3: We yeah, used to go because, till the
2: person gave up.
3: Because <laughs> you'd run out of breath if you didn't. Yeah. I was so happy when I had a co anchor because when you do it yourself, you For be novelty like, purposes, hold we on, should, I need a glass of water.
2: For novelty purposes, we should just print them out and read them today. What do you think? Just a just, just oh, retro and, you know. No? Yeah, no. no? Okay, I'm with you. I Actually,
3: know. I was very happy when we didn't have to do that anymore, but I don't think the salespeople were. Congress yesterday passed legislation to fund federal agencies through early March. They beat the deadline for a government shutdown by one day. Uh, They approved the stopgap funding over the opposition of the most conservative Republicans. Already the calls are, what's three months now for this Johnson, you know, in charge of the Republicans. He's done. He's he's done. they're They're like, oh, get him out of there. So we'll see uh, who the heck would even step forward after this. But, um, oh, Governor Josh Shapiro. Marjorie Taylor
2: Green, Sorry, I think she will.
3: (laughs) Governor Josh Shapiro, uh, he he was uh, in the area, right? Um, And he was uh, making remarks at the Pittston YMCA.
1: Yeah.
3: uh, And he was in town uh, to talk about another program. But he also um, let people know he was a little late for the event. um, But it was for a very important reason. Uh, He visited... Uh, wounded uh, Scranton police detective Kyle Gilmartin in the hospital while he was in town. I think you might have a little yeah, bit of Yeah, just talking about his, his
2: about spirit, it gives, it, I guess, a little, in- little bit, very small insight into how the recovery is, is going. He's someone who's got a hell of a spirit. You can tell. We were holding hands while we were talking, and uh, he he smiled and clenched my hand. So, I mean, at least you know he's he's aware, obviously, of what's happening in the room, which is a good thing, considering he was shot in the head twice. It's. You, know, you yeah, and know, he did.
3: He also said, like, there were cops there and they yeah. were all busting chops. And he's like, you know, go it's ahead. always a good thing when you, you know, see the cops are there. and They're all, you know, busting chops. I guess his family was uh, there as well uh, with him. So, uh, you know, it's nice. I thought it was a, a nice thing for him to go and visit, um, uh, you know, during the busy day. He was there to talk about. He was actually in the area to talk about uh, tax credits for parents and for uh, seniors. So that's why he was in this area. And he's been uh, going and touting this throughout the state. It's uh he did make that visit.
2: Just a side note on him. We've talked to him a few times. I see his clips. Either he's really good or he's really genuine because he doesn't come across like, oh, I have to do this for the photo op. Everything seems very real. He, so. he
3: seems genuinely
2: yeah. happy
3: and excited when he talks to people as well.
2: And yeah, I, I get why that. People like
3: him. And I get that there are Republicans when we are on the air and we'll talk to him or, um, you know, even if we talk about him. Him, um, there are some, we hear from some who are like, you know, he's just a genuine. He just seems like a good, yeah. genuine guy. And then you get others who are like, oh, it's a fake act, and uh, you guys. Blah 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 yeah. blah. blah. I, I think it's very very um, threatening in some ways politically because he is one of those uh, politicians who is, has, I think, a genuine like an authenticity to them, and I do think he's not afraid to sometimes buck against his own party, which he has when it comes right. to education. And uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, in the in education system and other things, um, he, has, he has bucked against them before. But, you know, he's I think he has a very bright future.
2: Yeah, I feel like you know, people, in higher w- office. As, uh, as split as many of us are, it seems like people are kind of tentative. They want to say, okay, he's the exception. But they kind of are holding back because they, deep down, they want to hate him. But we don't have to hate everybody. And he just comes to me. He just comes across a little bit more genuine, and um, I don't know. But Just something, yeah. something about it. Or maybe I'm just very naive and I'm falling for a great act.
3: Who knows? Except for that, the only time that I saw any kind of negativity was when we were talking about the Eagles and he hated the Cowboys.
2: Well, he yeah, he but, hated that's a, Cowboys. <laughs> but that's the Cowboys. That's allowed. Right?
3: <laughs> no. I know, when it comes to sports. Anyway, he actually, he actually this, said
2: Dallas sucks, and that's how he yes. was raised. So,
3: The Los Angeles Innocence Project has taken up the notorious case of convicted wife killer Scott Peterson. There are new court filings here. ABC News uh, broke this story yesterday. Um, many of us remember this case, uh, right? Lacey, 27 years old, eight months pregnant disappeared Christmas Eve 2002 her body uh, was found in April 2003 in San Francisco Bay so her husband arrested and charged with first-degree murder um, he was convicted sentenced to death, that later was changed to life in prison without parole. That was because, you know, in appeals, they said that the jury wasn't properly screened for bias, and that's why it was sent to life instead. Anyway, um, the LA Innocence Project, well known across the country, they take up cases. In some cases, they're able to get people exonerated, convictions overturned, you know, things like that. They are saying that his uh, state and federal rights, constitutional rights, were violated. And they're even saying that there's a claim of actual innocence supported by newly discovered evidence. Now, he has always maintained that he was innocent. Okay, His attorneys say that they want dozens of items that they say they could not locate when they reviewed the trial files from the people who were his counsel before. Um, Those items include evidence, I guess, investigations into a December 2002 burglary of a home across the street from their home. Um, Also, her missing croton watch and a van fire in the airport district on December the 25th of that same year. They also want documents from interviews with several witnesses.
0: You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
3: And uh, the director of the Innocence Project there in L.A. said she found deficiencies while reviewing discovery of Scott Peterson's case. They sent a letter to the D.A., and uh, they would like, I guess, numerous items of post-conviction discovery, meaning they should be able to look at these things to see if there's anything, you know, in them that could exonerate him. Um, so uh, the, it's, it's shocking, right? Because yeah, it's, it's unexpected. It's out of nowhere. But yeah, right. Um, and they also, uh, the woman in charge of that Innocence Project says she's come across numerous witnesses who have expressed hesitation or out, outright unwillingness to provide information due to the high profile nature of the case. Yeah, I so, mean, usually um, if
2: you yeah. look at the the history of their cases, it's not high profile stuff. It's it's cases that kind of no one knows about, and that's why they you know, need help because no one ever, you know, these are like, Hey, over here, I got screwed. This is not one of those cases been, you know,
3: They've so what what, what they're basically talking about is if there was this other burglary, if there was some kind of a fire with a vehicle, you know, around that same time that she went missing. Uh, and, you know, because correct me if I'm wrong, if I remember, like, there were a lot of things about was he having an affair, you know, and I think he was reactions. Having an yeah. Yes. And the reactions to things. But, um, you know, he has always maintained he was innocent. I don't know what they have, but they seem. Did you mention that at least there's enough deficiencies to, to move forward?
2: I was pulling up something and I was listening to you. Did you mention the the burglary across the street? Is that is yes. Okay, did mention that. I'm sorry, I, I, I was reading something and I thought anyway. They want the there's a lot of information
3: on a burglary that had happened. Yes, across the street, I guess a day prior. So, um, just interesting to see. I mean, um, and see where this thing goes. He's
2: pretty hated, so this will be interesting to see the reaction. I think it's going to you know if you talk a lot of people right. off the ledge to say, look, this isn't some activist group trying to just let this guy go for the sake of let him go. Like they use DNA evidence and they, you know, they don't succeed all the time, but they have a pretty good track record. See,
3: that's the thing. Like usually you only hear about after a case is exonerated, right? Or something happens. And not every case they take will result in what they're looking for. But But it's just interesting that they did this.
2: They also don't take every case for that reason. It has to be like, oh, like real reason for them to notice that that's what makes this so stunning. So
0: yeah, something's up.